Hello and welcome to season four of Where's the Line and our first ever autumn carnival season. Uh, this is an absolute belt of a weekend, headlined by the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes. So let's rip in. I'm joined by Tyler Jews. How are you, mate? I'm very good. Good to be back. Good to be back. Good so, to be tipping winners again. Uh, so season four, autumn carnival, uh, first time we've ever done this. So we're actually changing things up this season. Um, it's going to be a lot more of just me and Tyler. More of a chat. Yeah. But you did last time, I think a couple episodes ago, and we got good reviews back on. I think we got heaps of winners that week as well. Yeah, so um, more of a chat instead of it being a bit more of an awkward conversation. Yeah, yeah. So we might get the um, Regs or Schmicky along the way, maybe a special guest here or there. Yeah. But usually it's probably just going to be me and Tyler having a chat about racing um, and going for the big races and hopefully producing some winning tips. And the quality hopefully gets better as well. We're looking at microphones and stuff. We're looking at it, yeah. So um, if you get around us, you, you know, we, we might even bring up, what's that thing called? Oh, Patreon. We might even get a Patreon up. Yeah. So if you want to chuck a cheeky 10 bucks, maybe 20 towards us, that goes we'll, to yeah, a Yeah, we'll figure course. out something to do for the patrons. Yeah. And if uh, Colonial, you want to jump back on board, we've been, we've, been, <laughs> yeah. we've, been, we've been harping you on for four or four years now, mate. So I reckon we could be a good chance to get Manscaped. They sponsor anyone, so. Yeah. Okay. We could, we could, could be a chance. Mate, I, I could use some Manscaped, <laughs> that's for sure. All right, let's get into it, eh? So um, this weekend, the two big tracks are Rose Hill and Flemo, the old HQ. So um, let's rip straight in. Let's go straight to HQ with a feature being the Lightning Stakes. Um, so Flemo's going to be good four uh, with the rail being in a true position. So the track should play for all runners, should be pretty fair, unlike last week at Caulfield. Yeah. Just ask Peter Moody. Yeah. <laughs> but um, right, yeah. But Flemington's usually pretty good. So Flemington's the best track in yeah. the world, so I'm pretty keen to um, watch it. Anything can win. Best horse wins. That's it. That's all you want. Yeah. That's all you want. Um, all right, so let's go to Flemington Race 5, the Tab Vanity, which has run over 1,400 metres. A couple of young three-year-olds here, by the looks. Yeah, I found it hard, to be honest. It's pretty hard, I think, yeah. I, I went with Socialist, um, just purely on its form lines with um, King of Sparta and having the fitness edge on most of these. But I did, was looking at Barbrader, but I think it'll be, she'll be better over further. So either way, I think anything can win. I'll be going very wide and, well, it's not even in the quaddy. So, yeah, you can even chuck in a few mystery first fours and trifectas. You could be... On to be honest, yeah, I would, very tough race. Oh, maybe I think it's pretty tough here. Um, I have opted with number five, Barbrader, five bucks. Um, I think it's a pretty good horse, yeah. I followed I it last prep, yeah. One of the better horses in the field, yeah. I think it probably pretty close to the best horse in the field, but yeah. being first up, it's the only query, I think, yeah. And 1400, but uh, he was pretty good in the springtime, always consistent. He's won at Flemington before, which is a, always a big tick. Um, Craig Williams aboard, you know, he usually gives it a pretty good ride, so yeah. um, I think he's going to be pretty hard to beat, and $5 is pretty, it's worth a look anyways. Yeah, it's, it can even do like double bets in this, because it's a pretty wide open field. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those races. Alright, let's go to Flemington Race 6, the CSA Stakes run over 1,400 metres. Um, yeah. Tyler, I think you and me might be on the same horse yeah. here. Lightsaber, get on it, I'm telling you. I, I was all on it for the Group 1 last week, absolutely robbed. Um, the jockey stated, I think he put out a statement um, saying that the horse jumped up in the barriers just before the jump and he was screaming no to the barrier attendants and to the barrier caller, um, but they just opened the gates anyways. And that's why if you look back at the race, you can see the jockey actually looking at the um, guy on the stand. What did they call it? The, yeah, yeah, starter. Yeah, starter. So that was no good. And also because he probably wouldn't have won anyways because of the track wasn't playing too well on the inside. No. Um, but Moody was borderline declaring this horse to win like the week prior, saying it's preferred distance, three-year-old, 
Um, one of the better horses I reckon could be watching out in this autumn carnival. Yeah, um, I agree. And what he was at seven dollars uh, last night, and yeah. then he went into five straight away on Wednesday. Yeah. So, so we're getting sixes now. Yeah, it's six dollars fifty. Yeah, it's a big money. Um, yeah. going to this horse. So, and I don't see anything else really in this field apart from maybe Captivain coming from the Sydney form lines, which yeah. is pretty god. And um, he ran the Cox Plate, didn't he? Yeah. But he he's probably dead, he's dead probably dead only, yeah he's probably the only other challenger yeah. in the field. But that was a two thousand meter cox plate to what uh, fourteen hundred. Um, yeah. Hayes, um, which is lightsabers preferred distance. Yeah. And the other one would be forget you, but forget you's coming off a two thousand meter run, and it was pretty hard run race for him. And first well. up as well. And first up, so yeah, I don't see much in this field that can honestly beat it. The only the, there's a few that are. Um, like like odds like um Amgawa so people want to chuck him in the exotics but yeah I'll be steering clear of the favourite as well coming out of a benchmark seventy race and only yeah. just winning so I don't know about that eh? I'm with you I'm with White Sabre as well six dollars um Peter Moody um big fan of Peter he's probably my favourite haul a trainer and um he's been flying lately as well yeah he's been very good. he was pretty unlucky last week um with uh you know his horses didn't suit the track bias and obviously White Sabre missing his start um, I actually listened to his podcast today. And he was a bit more reserved about his um, declarations. Yeah, he probably got hit up by the stewards to shut up. Yeah, yeah. So, but in saying that though, like he was still pretty confident. Two for two, third up is the other thing, and three for five over the distance. So that reads really, really well. Yeah. Um, I think he definitely is the class horse of the field. Um, forget you, maybe, but I think forget you. Uh, first up over fourteen hundred. Yeah. You know, it's um probably going to need a run or two to get, to get back into it. Most, so. Yeah, most of these horses aren't tested at the 1400 no. or they're going up to it. Yeah. And then some are, but they're going, back looking for, like, looking, looking for it. Yeah, so I think, I think um, Light's over here, um, he, he just missed out on getting the All-Star Mile. We missed it by five, 10 votes. Yeah, five or 10 votes. He yeah. probably will get in, though, because ele- very elegant's not going in. Yeah. So yeah. he'll end up going in. Oh, uh, no, so so from here, from what it goes from here... Is it doesn't go next next and best rest. How it works is is, is they have wild cards. Oh right. So basically, um, I think there's an Australian Guineas getting run pretty soon over sixteen hundred or yeah. or whatever it is or Australian uh something run over sixteen hundred. And basically, last year the first and second of that race were the wild cards. Yeah right. So he basically, I think he's aiming to get there and then run. But I mean, if he wins this, yeah, if he wins this, he'd be up and. Up there, so well, Peter Moody like, would be would be trying his best to get him in. The only other three year old will be Espionia. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Alright. We move across to the feature of the weekend, race seven Flemington, the black caviar lightning stage, which is run over a thousand meters. Definitely the highlight of the weekend. Oh, I cannot I, wait to see the highlight of the year. This is the best race I've seen in a very, very, very long time. Yeah. Well probably since last year's Everest. No, I reckon this is better than the Everest. Well, all these horses will run in the Everest. Yeah, but there's a couple in there that are like, and it's a Flemington straight. So yeah, I'd be biased. I love the Flemington straight. straight. <laughs> I, I agree. I love the Flemington straight. I'm with I you. I fucking love Flemington straights. Yeah, one of my favourites. Master Crusader returns here, yeah. but thousand metres, a bit too sharp for me. I am very, very keen to see how he goes up the Flemington straight. Yeah, because um, he doesn't have to bend to contend with. He doesn't have to run around horses. He can just go straight from here. Yeah. So I'm pretty keen to see how he goes. I think you've definitely got to put him in your multiples. Yeah. Um, whether he's sharp enough to beat the likes of Nature Strip or Home Affairs. Eduardo. Like, Eduardo. Anything can win in this race. There's, there's about three or four real good chances here. Yeah. So it all depends how the race pans out. So if it's a 
if nature strip Eduardo have a big battle at the front, like it can come into the play of like the Inferno, yeah, the Sado, yeah, 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 yeah. And if it's like a semi slowly run race, then likes of Home Affairs, you probably won't take the lead, but we'll sit behind Nature Strip and Eduardo. Yeah, that can come into play with with it, him. It's so. all going to come down to fitness and who which horse is fitter yeah. from there because they're all pretty much first up. So that's the only knock on this race. Yeah, that they're all first up. So, yeah. so I'm assuming, are you going to go Home Affairs? Yeah. Probably one of the second favorite horse. I think I said to Jim the other day, Home Affairs. Like yeah. that Coolmore win was something else. That I've, was unreal. The only other better win I've seen down the straight is Bibwack's win. That and, was incredible too. And that that was crazy. So, Home Affairs six bucks. I'm not hell confident on it. I just I'm going with my heart here. I probably shouldn't be tipping with my heart. Well, he's got J Mac aboard. Yeah, that, stayed, that's that's, why I'm, that's always a... that's why I'm intrigued by. It. But apparently, he has a Coolmore deal and he rides all of Home Affairs races. So. I'm not sure if there's like some politics behind it. I think there is. Or what's, I, I was what's going I heard on. something about that, but still, if J Max aboard, you're always yeah. good a big tick. So and, and he, 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 he he went decided to go to Melbourne to ride it. Like yeah. he's you know Sydney based. There's yeah, still some good races in Sydney, so for him to come up, you know. So and you don't jump off the world's best sprinter for nothing. Nah. And he has said he is a nature strip. It's just a matter of time until he becomes a nature strip. So yeah. And that's if he even gets to becoming a nature strip because these he days they just, stud, yeah, yeah. they just go to stud so quickly. So yeah, I think um, Home Affairs is a good chance, but honestly, anything can win. Um, like I said before, backmarkers come into play if nature strip goes ballistic at the front, but. I don't see him going crazy because nah. he's got Jamie Carr on board, and if you've seen Jamie on him last time, like oh, it's relished it, yeah, a really good job. So yeah, I think she, Nate Strip is obviously the one to beat, but fuck, anything can win in this. It's going to be definitely the race of the season, I reckon. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm personally, I'm knocking Eduardo. I don't think it wins. I think it could run a place, but looking at its form up the straight, I you know it's. it's I think it's had three starts up Flemington for one placing. Oh really? So I uh, I'm pretty happy to get on Nature Strip here. Um, two dollars sixty. I mean, realistically, probably should be two dollars. Yeah, he probably will go to two bucks. Come jump. Yeah, six straight down the straight. Loves a loves a thousand meters. Proven first up. One last year's Everest. Jamie Carr aboard. Yeah. There's about five ticks there. So to get two dollars sixty, I mean. Probably want to get on before Saturday, but I'm pretty happy. If you get Nature Strip at over two twenty, I think it's definitely better. And he usually wins anything. He goes under two bucks, he doesn't win. Yeah, so once he goes under two bucks, since he got he, the curve. So if he goes under two bucks, then start getting worried. But uh, yeah, all right. Let's go to Flemington Race Eight, the Elms Handicap, which is run over fourteen hundred meters. Oh, Flemington what Race Eight? Yeah, you go first because I think I might have forgotten this one. Oh, that's all right. All good. Um, well, I've, I've, this is a hard race. I've been tossing and turning about it as well. I, oh, no, I did go this race. I did write down one, but I think I'm going to change um, on the spot. Oh. On the spot, because I was tossing and turning between three Don't horses. Don't you go Cherry Totani. I'm going Cherry no, Totani. I love is... the Cherry. The only other one I was thinking about, I, I, was, I had Grand's all written down, but I don't, I, it's not on nah. this level. No I, way. I, I, I don't want Elephant, but the 60 kilo scares me being first but up. I've gone Elephant, purely because he's, well, he was seven bucks when I think I looked at it. Is he yeah. seven bucks still now? 650, yeah. 650. Yeah. He's proven at the weights. Yeah. He's proven at group level, like up against Superstorm Ice Bar. Yeah, yeah Superstorm Ice Bar for up on these, against these guys, they'll be probably 250, three bucks right now, I reckon. Yeah, I agree. So, Cherry Tortoni, I don't think, is up to it. Like, I reckon he's had his days. He is. He's a good horse. He's a good yeah. horse. Mr. Brightside. Oh, I don't, 
Oh, I'm, I'm knocking it. I did, yeah, I'm the same. I just got a, I got a gut feeling. He's just not. Yeah, he's a bench. I feel like he's, he ran out okay in a. Um, I feel like he's a group three horse. Yeah, he ran. A, I think it was a listed race or a group horse, yeah. group three or whatever. He came fourth behind, and he was demolishing him in benchmark yeah. races, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, the one I'm interested in is King Magnus, like all summer. And they just keep talking about it. Yeah, and they just keep talking about he's it. Had, he's had a really good trial, so he's a big watch for me. Um, yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm unsure, but I'm, I'm gonna go with Elephant. I nearly made it my best bet of the day, but because just because of the field and I was yeah. sitting on it. I, I, I was sitting on it big time, and I was sitting. I was thinking, going Granville for Oz, but I thought that's not gonna win. Yeah. Good um, gate as well. Cherry Tony's one of my favourites. It's a black hooker, so yeah. that's the only reason why I'm starting with that. But yeah, I'll, we'll go. I'll go Elephant. Seven, right. seven bucks is on not six fifty. All right, we'll give you seven. <laughs> we'll give you seven. All right, let's head across the Rose Hills. That wraps up for Flemington. Um, we're going to go straight to race four, the BC Millie Fox Stakes. Just a quick heads up, um, I'm pretty sure that it's the rails in a true position again, but there's a bit of rain around, um, and they reckon the more rain around, the more track bias towards non-pacer when it goes to Rose Yeah, Hill. it's ridiculous. Like, and it's been, it's been playing hot on the rail yeah, the last month or two. ridiculous. So I'll, I'll be jumping on every single lady you can in, inside barriers because yeah. they, they'll just go out ballistic and... It's no, gonna be, no one can catch it's gonna be a good watch for the first two or three races to see whether that continues. Because yep. you you can if that happens in the first two or three races, you can put them across for quite a few horses. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah. If if they're not within a um two lengths of the leader, I'd, they're not a chance. So Yeah. Alright, let's go Rose Hill race four, BC Millie Fox Stakes. Uh, I'm gonna jump in. I think that Crone number one, four dollars sixty. Hasn't quite hit his straps, but he's still been pretty pretty good, I thought, considering it's come back from a failed stud effort. Um, oh, failed uh, Broadmare, mate. Oh, Broadmare, same thing. <laughs> you know, I, I, I actually was sitting yeah, I think it. I didn't, not a foul, but I think it just missed the season. So yeah. they decided yeah. to run it, and you don't run a Broadmare if they're going to lose races, because no. it loses its value. So yeah. obviously think, think something of it. Like, look yeah. at Minaj. Minaj is a prime example yeah. of that. Yeah, and it's come out flying. Yeah. But I think this is her best chance of um, getting, getting a, a feel that she can yep. win in. Um, I think she's by far the class of the horse. I listened to a podcast today, and one of the blokes was very, very bullish about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm very bullish. I, I already had it written down. I was pretty keen on it. And then I listened to this guy, and, you know, I almost made it my best bet of the day. That's how, how yeah. bullish this guy it just, was. It all matters on the pattern, because she, her pattern is a back marker. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure what, what barrier but she, I feel barrier like I feel the horse is that field. I think their favourite is that Belushi Obey. Yeah. Is that on the oh, no, I, I think um, that's been knocked for the favourite now. Hold on, let me just double check. Um, where are number three? Expat. Expat, yeah. I'm that's a leader, so... I'm not sold expat, but I'm not a huge fan of expat. Yeah. I, I think well, it's... I, just, it's come out of a Gosford win, and ninth at Eagle Farm, and been... Well, it's all right and heavy and soft, so that's probably why it's been... Yeah, um, it's been beat Brooks by, which is a good horse, but I'm not sold. I think Crone's a much better horse than yeah. whatever that is. Well, it's got barrier four, so hopefully their tactics will be a bit more forward than yeah. being and, and back. The other thing is it's not a very big field. There's only yeah. eight horses, so yeah. it can't be too far away. I don't think it'll be at the tail. I think it'll be towards midfield. Yeah. So I'm pretty keen on in here. Yeah. On her side. I'm, I'm the exact same. All right. A fifth to snap dancer at Magic Moon's Day is good read on that. So. That snap dancer's been flying too, hasn't it? So the, only, uh, the one issue I see is the weights. Only really yeah, but good. it's not too bad. Only 58. Re- yeah, but she's 58, and then the others have got 55s and 54s. Yeah, So only fine. really, really good mares can hold weight. Like, you get yeah. very elegant and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think she'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully she gets up for us. Yeah. Up for the potty. That's it. 
All right, Rose Hill Race 6, the Silver Slipper, which has run over 1,100 metres. Very tricky race, this. Um, I found it easy. This is my best bet of the day. Have you gone straight to the favourite, have you? Yep, Queen of the Ball. Queen of the Ball? Jump on. I'm telling you, jump on now. Absolutely demolished Revolutionary Miss um, two starts back. And Revolutionary Miss came out last week and won the prelude um, for the Mares. No, Phillies. Yeah, okay. Um, so, and like really good leader and she's got the one barrier. So be very wary because um, she will go into, I reckon she will go into the reds come jump. But yeah, I reckon she's very, very close. Still, depending if Cool and Gatter races in the slipper, I reckon she's a good chance for the slipper. Yeah. And I like Rachel King on board as well. So okay. That's well, a big tick for me. All right. Well, I found it pretty tricky. Um, I've got Black, Black will go Ebar, Ebar, however you pronounce it. <laughs> I don't um, think it was just showed anything. It was disappointing. Yeah. Very disappointing. So I've, I'm weary of it, but I'm happy to knock it. Um, but I'm going to go with Casey Fogden's horse, number two, Best of Bordocks. I think $9 is way over the price. It's um, had one run for one win, and it was ultra impressive. Five length win. Yeah, it was yeah. ultra impressive. I'm telling you right now, if it was trained by um, Snowden or Waller or whoever it is, it'd probably be 3 or $4, yeah, second favourite. So nine dollars is definitely overs, yep. and it has been drifting. So I think that's a very very generous price, um, and I think um, outside the favourite, I think that's a very good bet. And one yeah. I liked at odds that ran pretty well for his debut is boyfriend. So if you want to chuck that in your exotics, if you rewatch that race, he came flying back, um, flying from the back. So I'll definitely have a squeeze that boyfriend. But queen of the ball, jump on. Beautiful. All right, race seven, the Parramatta Cup, which run over nine hundred meters. Um, Again, look, there's one horse I want to get on, but um, which is Top Weight and Tent, one yep. of my favourites. But soft track, it's going to get wetter. Top Weight, 59 kilos. First up, too many red flags for me. Oh, yeah. Is it too gonna, many red is flags. It, is the weather going to be... Apparently, it's going to continue to rain. So it should be a soft track. Well, if it is, I'm changing my bet now. Then. Yeah, so I, I'm, I, I looked at all that. And to be fair, I don't really like much else in the field, but I'm, yeah. I'm going to jump on number 13, Too Much to Bear, which is $5.50. Um, you know, as I said, I, I, I really wanted to go intent, but um, Too Much to Bear comes from Barrier 1, looks pretty good. Um, she got a very nice run in transition, ultra-consistent horse. Gets in light with only 53 kilos as well. Um, so I think, you know, he's been running first or second, been ultra-consistent, so I think it's probably a good bet. Um, and worst case scenario, you get a bet back, I reckon. Yep. So, well, I was going to go in 10, but I didn't look at the weather. Um, so, But I was tossing up between one, and that's no compromise. So I'll jump on no compromise. I looked at no compromise, and I had a feeling. Yeah. You, I, that's what I, I thought you were going to go. I black booked it from its uh, race against I think Special you tipped Award. to me something yeah. last, uh, last, last, last race it ran. And we, and we all backed it, and it got third. third or fourth. Yeah. yeah. So, um, But it's been racing in good races. Frosty Rocks. Yeah, and special reward. Special at, reward. No, Frosty Rock uh, form is a good form. Yeah, special reward. Frank that as well. He ran super in last week's run. Yeah, against I think it was in Lost and Running race. Yeah, special. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember what race, but it, it's Frank that form. So the only issue I had was uh, barrier fourteen, but nineteen hundred meters. Hopefully, I'm pretty sure nineteen hundred down in Rose Hill, you get a longer straight. If I could be correct, oh, I could be wrong. Yeah, but yeah, I, I was keen on Anton. Um, I seen its trials. Um, it's one of my favourites. I've backed yeah. it heaps. It's won me a lot of money. Seen his, seen, and his trials have been very good. So yeah, watch, he, watch him over two thousand metres. His prep, I think he's going to be yeah, doing very well. A bit more fitness and yeah, hopefully he gets a better weight. Yeah. All right, let's go to the feature of road. Well, the second feature of Rose, the Hobartville Stakes, which run over fourteen hundred metres. Um, personally, I 
I can understand there might be a track bias towards the front runners, but that is the only way Animo gets beat here. Yep. Only I, I way 100% gets beat. agree. And he got, that's how he got beat last time. Yeah. Purely because of, and he, the, he did make up ground. So Yeah, it was a mega run, really. Yeah, he did make up a lot of ground. So hopefully, um, I want him to win. But I want I him to win. win. I think he will. I think he has to win. I think. Um, you taking the short? I'm going to say race multi. Oh, smart. <laughs> I've, got, I've taken Animo at $1.75 to win it. And then I've gone, I think the second best horse in the race is Ranch Hand. So I've gone him to go top four. Um, as I said, Animo done dirty last, last first up by the track bias. Um, very impressive. But Animo has got the ability to push forward. It doesn't have to sit at the back. Yeah, it can well, we, sit. We haven't, can, s- we haven't seen it really push up forward. I think maybe the it, Cox it, Plate. It, it can still sit fourth or fifth. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't necessarily have to um, go out to the rear. It can still sit handy midfield. And I think that's all it needs to do here. I think Hoyu Bowman aboard. I know it's got Barry Nine. Or, well, it'll be, yeah, Barry Nine. So, I, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. But I think it's still just that much better than the field. Yeah, I've got Probably yeah. three or four lengths better than the rest of the field. Yeah. Um, so, I think Animo to win. And then Ranch Hand, ultra consistent. Um, it's been nominated for a few races and he's decided to go here. So, I'm pretty happy to have Ranch Hand run top four. I'll give you the odds on the day. But I'm sniffing around that 3 to $4 mark hour. Yeah, probably. I've gone someone that I've noticed at the trials, and that's Converge at six bucks. Had a really good trial uh, before its race, and I think it raced Rose Hill um, first up. No, Ranwick. And it was against Paul Ellie and Ranch Hand, and only lost by yeah, point, that point, was nine, good yeah, point yeah. 0.9 of length. So um, it can take, it will t- should hopefully push for the lead uh, with this wide barrier, and it has Tim Clark on board. And I've said before, Tim Clark is my favourite front running jockey yeah. around. So. Um, jump on him. I also like um, Halal in this race with Pike on it, but the, his barrier is the issue because he does like to float back a little bit. Yeah. So, and the track bias. But I think that's the the four horses will be Animo, No uh, Converge, Halal, and Ranchan. I um, quickly just jump in there. Um, Morris Meddy? Oh, no, I was listening. Um, apparently, Waterhouse reckons her best chance in this race is Silent Impact. Oh really? She's, but didn't, she's put that, that out there ahead of um ahead of um Converge. Oh really? Which I, I found, didn't. I, I didn't found. find Silent Impact that good in its first couple of races. Oh yeah, I I've never been huge it, on it. I, I, mean, I got on a last star when I got second. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not huge on it, but I'm just I, I was listening to a couple of podcasts. Yeah, coming out a benchmark seventy eight and a benchmark seventy two. So yeah, I agree. And you're in a Cox Plate second. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. So I think it's. Yeah, I think it's animals to lose. Yep, I agree. But I'm going something other than that, so don't get me cock out. Yeah, fair enough. All right, let's go our best bets of the weekend. That's what everyone's here for. Um, you may as well just kick us off. Yeah, I, you're, I you're, did find you're I was, them. Yeah, I was going to go Actually, like... We went two for two last week. Oh, yeah. Both went probable. Yeah, we did. Both hit it. And we got it, thank God. Yeah. I was we, we were both, around the corner. We were both in the profit last week. Yeah. Too bad we decided to ask Regan for his tips. <laughs> yeah. Donut, disc, Donut Cisco was back to his best. A <laughs> couple of donuts from Regs. I think he went zero for ten. Yeah, probably. Well, that's why, because everyone got on special, uh, special view, mate. Oh. <laughs> Even if you didn't have a good week, if you got on that, you didn't have a good week. <laughs> um, I, was, I had a couple I was going to toss up. I was going to go lightsaber. Um, but I didn't want to do it because we were already doing that race. And I wasn't going to go elephant, but then Jim said we're going to do this that race. So I've just stuffed it, and I'm going queen of the ball because I think it is a super good chance. I've already said it in Rose Hill Race 6, uh, the Silver Slipper, $2.70. Oh, yeah. Leader, one gate. Um, who's on board? Oh, 
someone good. Rachel King. Yeah, that's it. Rachel King. Barry one. Leader. Barry, yeah, 54 and a half. Only query is, who's it bred by? Who's, oh, I'm Invisible. Yeah, it should be fine in the wet. So, as long as it hasn't gone in heavy, I think you'll handle the soft. So, um, I think that revolutionary miss is, a, um, that form is huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fair enough. $2.70, jump on. Beautiful, man. Um, my best bet is at Rose Hill Race 2. I've blacklooked this thing for a while. Um, do yourself a favour. If you haven't watched it first up, it's Mr. Number 3, Mr. Mosaic, $3.90. Do yourself a favour, look at his first up run of this prep and watch the replay because it is one of the greatest wins I have ever seen. Um, you know, I'm using Cisco's formula here, which obviously <laughs> is probably a bad idea, but, you know, you find a good horse in a small field. So I think there's yeah. six horses in the field. He's going to lead... He's been ultra impressive, two for two. He's going to go three for three. And just to put a bit of cream on top, my boy, Rishi Jones, my favourite apprentice in the land, and I reckon the best apprentice in Australia right now, he's on top. Yeah, so. he claims some weight, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, gets a bit of weight claim, um, and I think it's, yeah. I'm, it should be less than $3. It should time. probably be $2.50 for $3 max. So I'm very, very keen to get on there. I think it's definitely over the price, and... Um, hopefully it starts us off and gets a bit of a bank builder early on in the day and, and hopefully for our partners club <laughs> yeah yeah, I've got a, a partners club so yeah let's go jump on alright value bets of the day um, Tyler I think you got two so yeah, you want to got... rattle off the first one I'll get in you can give us the last yeah, one yeah I, I like uh, I can't remember what race it is I think it's in the first couple at Flemington Demon Award 18 bucks runner fourth to um, I think it was Peter Moody's horse Nanny Goo um, and I really like that horse. It came off, um, oh, where did it come off? When was it? A couple of weeks ago, I think I ran. And it ran um, against the one that um, had the stiffy in the mountain. Oh, yard. yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it's a good chance. What I like it called again? Yeah, um, Demon Award, race four, the um, Tabulant Stakes, or however you say it. Beautiful. So I like that form around that, because I think that Nanigu um, horse would be, Pretty handy once it gets over a little bit further. Yeah. Um, and that seven acre was pretty impressive coming off a rock hardy in the mounting yard. Yeah, that was incredible. Running a winning race, you don't really see that. But yeah, the only yeah. issue is Barry 13, um, Nashville are on board, big, big, big tick for me. So I think he's a good each weight bet. Beautiful. Um, I know Moods is pretty keen on his one in that one, Walt's on by. But that looks like a pretty good value bet there, $18. I think it's just way over the odds, so. Yeah. Uh, my best value bet of the day, we're going to Flemington Race 1. Hopefully kick it off with a nice little $9 winner. <laughs> uh, we're going with number 7, Red Kelly. $9 for the win, $2.80 for the place. International horse trained by Peter Moody. He's having his second um, up run here. He was pretty good first up, but not quite good enough to get the chockies. I think he ran fourth. Gets 2000 which obviously suits 90% of the internationals that come to Australia. Yep. Um, so I think at $9 for a win and $2.80 for a place, it's a cracking bet. Yep. So, Red Kelly for me. My other one, I'm, pr- I'm pretty keen. I'm going to have a little crack at this on the weekend. Is not to be missed in the last at Flemington. I looked at him. Huge weight. Yeah. Huge weight. Yeah, but he won at, I think he won at 61s, uh, 1,200 metres. No, 58s. Um, but benchmark, is benchmark 84. Most of these aren't up to benchmark 84 standard. Pioneer River, yes. Um, maybe Jumbo Osako, which is the 35s. Other than that, I, like the garden, like I don't see the garden's that, decent horse. Benchmark seventy eight though, like it's a big jump up. Like yeah, but sixty three, fucking hell, yeah. that's a big. Or sixty two, is it? But 
I don't, I don't worry too much about weights in the these short races like the tw- I don't worry yeah, about Yeah, but 62 is just unheard of. Yeah, but this is a big boy. This is a big gelding. So yeah, big grade. I think, I think he can handle it. And if you go back three starts where he won down the straight, 1,200 metres, it was impressive. He I was looking at, at him for a long time. He, ran, he won at 31s. Or what did he win at? Yeah. 21s. And I'm, he beat It's Our Time. And It's Our yeah. Time is a good horse. Good horse. So. I was looking at him for a very long time because I, I'm the same. I'm a huge fan on the horse, but yep. 62 just scared me away. Yeah, look at his 1,200-meter record and um, look at the tracking distance and watch his race. Just If you're doing a little bet, each way bet or something. Yeah, fair enough. Fair so, enough. Yeah, I think he's 16 bucks. I think it's good. Put it in your quarters at least. Oh, God, yeah. All right. Go one out. All right. We'll <laughs> get into a big Jim's multi or double this week it's going to be. Um, it's going to be my podcast, uh, not my podcast, my Punish Club bet. Um, we're going to have Lightsaber to win at $6.50 into Mr. Mosaic to win at $4. Get that $26 pop. That is good, that is good money. That's good money. So um, I'm pretty keen on that. Money. That should um, hopefully produce a nice little win for the boys and cash us up. Oh, please. That'd be nice. <laughs> That'd be nice. Tyler? Oh, I'm excited about this because I'm fucking excited about this horse. Oh, uh, lofty, one of his favourites. Lofty Strike. I tipped it first to the boys when what when it first run at 11s and it was bloody awesome down the straight. Um, and then I said uh, last week at 11s again, I think it was. Yeah, it was at 11s right? again, I said he's only going to get better around the bend. And that just proved me right. He was ultra impressive. Mega. Like, he's like, it's like, oh. Um, I'm excited about this horse. And same as, um, oh, who's it? I can't remember the trainer. Greg Ewell? No. Oh, I can't remember what he, what he looks like. I know what he looks like. Yeah. He's that, um, he looks like a wog. <laughs> but yeah, he's a, uh, he's gone into second favourite now for the um, Blue so Diamond. That was impressive. Yeah, I'm absolutely kicking myself because I looked at his Blue Diamond uh, price uh, before his first start and he was paying 61. So I was like, oh, I might put 10s on him just in case. And I wish I did because he's coming six to $6 dollars now. 10 times less. The only other one on race that come race day, I think it'd be a lot less than six bucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the one I'll be quinellering will be Revolutionary Miss. So Lofty Strike and Revolutionary Miss, I think that the two massive chance, chances in the Blue Diamond because I don't think that favourite has shown enough for the Blue Diamond yet. Fair enough. I so like it. Jump on, Lofty Strike. If Beautiful. not, black book that thing, because that thing's going to win some races. Happy days. All right. Well, that concludes this week. A nice little return to the punters, uh, to the podcast for the boys. Um, so we'll probably go through all of Autumn Carnival, because, um, you know, there's plenty of good races around, and yeah. we've got nothing already, better to do. I feel like the races are only getting better now. Like. They are. They are. So yeah. each year, I think it's getting better and better. It's a bit so. more depth. And a lot more, a lot, I feel like a lot more people are getting into it now as well. Yeah. So. No, it's good. So, um, yeah, so uh, get around us this this, um, this season. You know, you're going to get the two best punters on the podcast. We're not going to have... And hopefully the quality goes a bit better. We'll be getting some microphones and shit eventually. If we win this week, we might splurge yeah. a little bit. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> or we hook up a Patreon and someone will link us some money. Yeah, feel free to just chuck us a or cheeky, cheeky $2,000. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you very much for listening. And remember, where's the line?